Test one, two, test one, two. Joshua Porter, Elements of Success, powered by Carbon Six. I got a special guest here today. This is my good buddy, Nick Shuket from MDS. I've known Nick for, what, probably since like 2019, 2018, through uh, Brandon Young's Inner yeah. Circle. Um, I met him and we we instantaneously clicked and connected on so many different aspects. Uh, currently right now, Nick is the partnership manager with MDS. He's also the podcast host of MDS, the MDS podcast. Um, he's an active member of MDS. He's been an active member since I met him. Um, that just goes to show his success on Amazon. He's been kicking ass ever since, uh, before I even knew him. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to talk about all things to success on this podcast and, uh, how Nick defines that. So Nick, without further ado, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, your fantastic hair and your uh, beautiful backdrop. Yeah. What's up everyone. Excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on. And yeah, just like Joshua said, man, we've known each other for a while, um, definitely have uh, similar vibes. Always good to to chat with him, man. And uh, just it's good to catch up with you on this podcast. It's been a while since we since we spoke like this. I feel like, um, but yeah, as as he said, I um, been selling on Amazon since 2015 was when I started. Joined the Million Dollar Seller Group in 2017, um, and I've got three kids, one on the way. My wife's pregnant right now. Um, so, so yeah, stay pretty busy with the family stuff, live here in Virginia beach, Virginia. I've been here for like 22 years. Um, and when I'm not working or hanging out with the family, I, I like to surf. That's my, that's my thing. So if I get some free time. I'm, I'm usually out surfing or, or doing something else outdoors. Uh, just really like getting outside and moving around and enjoying what the world has to offer. Nick, I always love your energy anytime I talk with you, man, because it's like so laid back and chilled, but so connected to reality. And that to me is I find to be very rare in this environment where a lot of people are just head down in their spreadsheet, um, constantly uh, working themselves, being literal workaholics, working themselves to the bone to keep their business up and running. Um, you some you somehow seem to have this like un innate and unique sense of flow where you can constantly like know when to turn it on and know when to turn it off. And then also know how to balance and ground yourself. You know, the fact that you're in the surfing, man, you're, you're a family man. You've lived in Virginia for 22 years. You love what you do. You have a beautiful wife as you, as you put in my questionnaire, um, you're, you're soon to be a father of four. Congratulations to you on that, man. How do you, how do you manage Thank to do you. all this, man? And, and like, what kind of products do you put in your hair? I'm just going to straight up ask it. Whoever's watching this Nick has amazing <laughs> hair. <laughs> oh man, this is actually a, a dry clay powder. So shout out to my barber, uh, JR parlor barbershop, uh, in Virginia beach, best barber, uh, in the area. Shout out to him. Uh, he does amazing work. Um, and you know, Joshua, you and I have had, you know, some similar past experiences in life. And I think while in the moment they were absolutely freaking miserable, um, it taught me a lot of things. It taught me a lot about myself. It also taught me about a lot of things I was not aligned with in society and how to get out of them. Um, and, you know, the name of this podcast is Elements of Success. And I think a lot of us grow up with success being defined by other people around us. And our definition of success is ignored. And we're told that we need to go to school, that we need to go to college, that we need a good job. And we're told what a good job is. Uh, and it's usually not something we enjoy. Oh, that's not realistic. You know, you just need something that pays well. You need good benefits. Um, you need, you know, X, Y, and Z. And this plan is kind of laid out for you. And for me as a child, it was absolutely miserable, the plan that was being laid out for me. It made me depressed. It made me angry. And uh, it made me rebel. And when I look back on it, I'm actually grateful that I did rebel. Because if I didn't, I would be, it, by my own terms of, of success or the lack thereof success, I would be living a life I, I didn't really want to live. I would have conformed. I would have given up. And I, you know, in, instead I, I rebelled, I got into a lot of trouble, suffered a lot of consequences, but I was put in this situation at a young age of, of 19, uh, where I had to make some serious changes or I was going to continue to face even more serious consequences. Uh, and I got the opportunity to spend three years focusing on myself 
And, um, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's those times and those moments and the work I put in then that allows me to live a life where I can flow and pivot from thing to thing, because I've put myself in a position where I truly do enjoy everything I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm not driving to a job that I hate. I'm not waking up to a job that I hate in a house I can't afford. Um, you know, in driving in a car, I can't afford because someone made me feel like I need that fancy car. Um, and things like that, you know, I found my own definition of success and I chased it and it's still a process. I'm still learning and adapting. Um, but I think it starts with really understanding yourself and trusting yourself and dismissing what society has blasted at us, uh, from the day that we enter this world. Yeah. And that's, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful statement that you just made and not give, not adhering to what our parents define as success or what society defines as success. Um, but essentially marching to the beat of your own drum, but also doing it with conscientiousness and also doing it to what's true to yourself, what you feel is going to speak to your, to your inner soul. And yeah, you're right. We've, we've all had those moments in life where we've had to our mistakes have had to make us take a step back and look at where we are right now. And if we want to continue down this, down this path, the amount of chaos that it can not only cause for ourselves, but for others, but how do we actually migrate that, that chaotic energy into something productive and fruitful. And again, like not getting caught up in the trappings of success, a fancy car that's super expensive that you have to constantly grind 40 to 60 hours a week on some salary job, just so that you can work to pay off your house, to buy things, to keep up with the Joneses, all this nonsense, right? All this noise, but it's not authentic. It's not what people are meant to do. And it seems to me that you have a very unique skill set where that you've learned in those three years of grounding yourself that you are able to find your target. And regardless of wherever you're moving, your eyes stay on the target. So you're able to pivot at any given moment to go to that direction that you really want to go in and constantly move forward. And once you hit that target, you find another target that's in alignment to what you want. And I have to say, man, that's like truly powerful. So uh, with that, man, I, I have to ask you the honest question. You, you've defined success for others. I mean, for yourself, what do you see as the big issue where people are trying to define success for themselves based on other people's, uh, other people's metrics? Cause this is something I talked to you about, uh, just before we actually hit the record button. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's a tough question to answer simply because, uh, there's so many different pieces of that puzzle, right? As far as, you know, the, the way that we should act in school, the way that we should eat at, uh, the dinner table, uh, the way that we should greet other people when we are, um, in their presence, like there's so many things that we are told, uh, that this is the way it should be. And we're that, that kind of area of discovery is taken away from us. Um, and we're, we have these things forced on us. Um, I think in, you know, I guess one of the biggest things we could think of is like financial success. Um, you know, people are told, you know, they need to have a house that's a certain way. They need to have a family and they're usually rushed to have a family. Um, if you get into a relationship with someone, your parents might start asking you questions like, oh, when are you going to start having kids? You know, when are you going to start having kids? When are you going to mm -hmm. make me a, a grandma or a grandpa? And you start having all this pressure uh, put on you to make these decisions when you're not really ready. You know, think about asking a kid. Um, that's eight years old. What do you want to be when you grow up? He doesn't freaking know what he wants to be when he grows up. You know, he's eight years old. You know, I didn't figure out what I wanted to be till I was like 25, you know, or something like that. Like, um, it, it's, it's this pressure that society puts on us to figure things out quickly. Um, and it's just not realistic mm -hmm. and it gets passed down from generation to generation to generation. And you might feel like, yeah. oh, my parents are putting this pressure on me. But realistically, mm -hmm. society put the pressure on them and their parents and mm -hmm. the parents before them. And they're just passing down what they know. 
Um, and, and I think that's, you know, that's the issue is that the ability that humans have to like adapt and conform to any situation, um, it, it's a blessing, but it's also a curse because then you get these ideas, this ideology in your head. Um, and then it's like a collective ideology where, you know, there's millions of people agreeing on this same thing. And when you kind of take a step back right. and you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, you're perceived as, you know, the crazy one, the wild one, the rebellious one. Um, so it can be very yeah, you're not hard to kind of step out societal on norms. Yeah. It's, it's, you're not conforming to those societal norms and people like you get ostracized for it. You're, you're looked at as the outlier, yeah. you know, the black sheep. And it's, it's, one, it's not fair for your own personal development, but it's it, two, it's not, it's not fair for anybody else's development. If they actually want to go out and do something now, they have to worry about these standards that they have to uphold inside their head of, is this going to, uh, gel with my family? You know, is this going to, yeah. uh, is, 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 are my friends going to, uh, like what I'm going to choose to do? Like just taking it back to what you were saying, you know, even when having a girlfriend, imagine being pressured by your own family to have sex and reproduce, to make a kid so that they can they can have like a new title. And then imagine putting that pressure on Yeah, and it sounds kids, ridiculous. Uh, you know, now out. the way that you worded yeah. it, it sounds ridiculous, right? You're like, oh my God. You know, so I think you put it in a great way where you you spin that that saying and it's like, no, like that sounds insane. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's like your your dad's like, yeah, go ahead. Go knock up your girlfriend. I want to be, I want to be a grandfather. But then imagine like even taking it a further step back to what you're saying, like putting that idea of asking kids what they want to be. I can tell you, man, when I was like six or seven years old, all I wanted to be was Megatron from Transformers. Yeah. I thought he was cool. And he, he was like a tank in one version. Then he was a gun in another, but he was always the badass that was like leading the, leading the Decepticons over the hill and beating the crap out of the Autobots. Because let's just face it, man. If you ever go back and just watch that, I know this is like, complete nerd rant, but the Autobots were always losing. Decepticons had like the best ideas, but since it was like the social construct of what is good versus what is evil, like they're both fighting for a planet to gain energy on cubes to rebuild Cybertron. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> outside of my nerd rant right there, uh, this is like an important how to actually stay on track, right? So, because um, I just completely went off track talking about some uh, some nerd stuff, but that's just me. Anybody's ever watched an episode of, uh, about this and knows at least happens twice an episode. Um, you mentioned something in regards to measuring success and there's success comes in multiple aspects of life. You have your physical success, financial success, emotional success, spiritual success. So you being the, the spiritual, emotional demigod that you are, um, that's graced this podcast with your human form. How do you actually track, um, whether you're not, you're on, you're on a, you're on a successful path. Yeah, you know, it really has to do with internal cues. You know, what are the conversations that are going on in my head? Um, you know, what are the truths that uh, I'm chasing internally? And do I feel like I'm honestly on that path? Do I feel like I'm making decisions each day uh, that are supporting my well-being? Uh, because I truly do believe the more that we make ourselves happy, the more happiness we're able to give to other people. Um, and a lot of people would perceive that as selfish, you know, like, oh, you, you know, all you do is think about yourself. But uh, I truly do believe that uh, it, it takes that to really impact other people in the world, especially when you have a family and you have children and you have a wife, like if you're miserable with yourself, um, I don't really believe that you're you know, going to pass on happiness to, to your home when you come home from work yeah. and things like that. Um, so I think it's important to really have those honest conversations with yourself each day. And those conversations just kind of happen naturally. You know, I truly believe that, um, when I was younger people, at least maybe it was just my family and my mother, but like, she always said things like, Oh, you're talking to yourself. You're talking to yourself. And it kind of felt weird that I was like having these conversations in my mind, it made me feel strange. And it made me wonder like, are, do other people have this, you know, these conversations with themselves? Um, and I know for me, at least that it's critical that I am being honest with myself and that my actions meet my, my goals that I have set for myself uh, in the future. And I think that shows up in 
very small ways throughout the day, such as, you know, when you, when you come home from work and you're at the dinner table and, and the kids are misbehaving or they're not acting the way that you want them to, this, this is how it shows up for me because I look forward to dinner with my family and, you know, I come home from work, I haven't seen them all day. I want to spend time with them, but the kids don't really know that. And, you know, they're at the dinner table throwing stuff, not eating their food, telling, you know, I don't want that. I want juice. I want candy. I want this. I want that. And if I'm truly like happy with the decisions I've been making and feel like I'm on a path towards my success, then I will be more patient in those situations and I won't freak out or get angry. But if I've been making a bunch of bad decisions that I know I'm, mm. I'm not really aligned with, uh, then I'll react in a way that's like angry or irritated. Uh, so like, that's how it shows up for me. It's those little moments in life that you can't really, when things don't go your way, um, that's, that's how it shows up for me. And those are the things I look at, uh, to know that I'm on the right path. And I think it's important to live in the present moment and not really be too concerned about the future. Cause it truly is, uh, all that we have, you know, no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow or a year from now or whatever. Yeah. The, the past doesn't exist. The future doesn't exist. We only have this moment, a gift that's uh, been called and given the known as the present. And it's, it's amazing that you say that because it sounds like you've, you can actively tell when you are not in alignment with who you are, with who you are, like spiritually and emotionally at every given moment. And you've had that level of clarity within yourself for quite some time. And you, you see how that has a ripple effect on every other action and every other outcome and interaction that you have throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout like every, every aspect of your business and how that one misalignment, like that per, uh, being out of balance just affects everything. The business decisions that you make, the way that you show up towards dinner, the way that you act around your kids, around your wife, the way that you uh, communicate with everybody else. And being able to have self-love and being present with yourself at every given moment is what's allowing you to stay, essentially do a course correction or just stay on track every single time. Uh, I believe it was Jordan Peterson that said, the relationship that you have with your spouse isn't this long, grandiose process where you're constantly spending a bunch of time around each other all the time. It's those little moments that you have first thing in the morning and when you come home from work how you treat her first thing in the morning or how you treat each other first thing in the morning and how you treat each other first thing when you see each other at the end of the day, because you two have your own separate lives, but you have to come back together to build this family. And it seems to me that you guys have like a, a very fundamental and fruitful uh, way that you actually approach it because, you know, you're excited to see your kids. Your kids may be off in left field just being kids, right? Because uh, we're not supposed to like put these parameters on them to define what they are, but you're just happy to be around them. And that energy gets, gets shown because like, look, man, I'll, I'll just straight up say it, man. Um, on, on Facebook, you, you are so outspoken about your love and your commitment for your family. I think it's absolutely refreshing because in this industry, what I've seen that a lot of people talk about, they talk about their, their business, um, and how successful their business is, but the way that you've defined success is is so unique and we're probably going to say say the word success at least 300 times on this podcast yeah. <laughs> today um but the way that you've defined it is is so authentically beautiful that it, it it made me want to have you on the podcast because i feel that this needs to be brought out more into into our society and into our industry um because like i, I want to see people like living their best lives all the time it's not the the social aspect of um, I need to put the best version of my myself all the time on the internet and you know, the, how this could have negative repercussions. I think it's setting an example of like, even if you're, even if you're on the path, you could still have a good life. You know, even if you're not there, you could still have a good life. You can set those parameters. You don't need to measure your success by somebody else's screenshot of their business and how they're doing eight, nine figures, um, a year or seven figures monthly or six figures monthly or something like that. And how they're moving all these widgets and units. It's more about who we are internally. Right. So this is like, this is a completely different kind of episode of elements of success. And I'm absolutely, um, I would, I'd love to be able to do more like this. So, um, let's talk about something very unique, right? Which is staying true to yourself. You, you went through a trial and tribulation where you had to figure out how to stay true to yourself. 
What do you do on a daily basis that you would say truly defines you being honest and authentic with yourself every day? Uh, yeah, it's listening to the cues that my body gives me. So if we want to talk about the physical realm, um, let's, we could talk about pain, right? Like I used to be heavily into weightlifting, um, but my back has been hurting and, and no matter what I tried in the, uh, conventional world, none of it was working. The physical therapy, the different types of weightlifting, focusing on form and, um, you know, CrossFit, bodybuilding, yoga, all these things that kind of fit into a nice, pretty box. You know, humans, we love to do that. We love to put things in boxes and uh, smack a label on it um, and say, you know, this is what that is and this is what this does. Um, so like in the physical world, um, I had to realize, hey, my body is giving me these cues and they're not going away. Mm -hmm. My back hurts. I can't put my freaking socks on uh, without being in a lot of pain. Okay, that tells me all this shit I've been trying, it's not working. <laughs> uh, so I, I need to take a step back. I need to rethink. I need to learn something new. Um, and for me, that ended up being like a movement practice. Uh, where interestingly enough, it starts like all the way back to when we are babies. And the first thing we, le we learn to do, which is to roll over on our stomachs. And, you know, then we start to rock back and forth on our knees. And, you know, then maybe we end up with one foot on the ground and, and our other knee on the ground. And then, um, you know, we start to crawl around a little bit and then we start to walk um, and things progress from there. So, um, in the physical world, that's what it looks like for me now as I start my morning with a movement practice that mirrors the way that humans were developed to move. Um, and that kind of breaks all of conventional wisdom. And, and there is no box to put that into um, because there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And you just have to listen to your body. This feels good. This doesn't feel good. I'm going to do more of this because it feels good. Mm -hmm. um, so like in the physical world, that's what I'm going through right now. Um, in the mental, emotional, spiritual world, um, you know, that has really changed for me a lot um, recently. Like, um, I don't know if it was like getting COVID or something like that or, or you know, my response to the COVID situation in the world. But like, since then I've been diagnosed with ADHD, anxiety, and depression. Um, and now I'm like working with a professional to help me deal with those things. Uh, because as I reflect on my life and I look at all the decisions I made in the past, I realized that I was self-medicating, um, in response to a traumatic event as a child. And, you know, I had to really be open-minded to trying these new things, these new therapies and, and, you know, taking a medication for ADHD, uh, because I had always been against that, you know, I'd always been into, you know, doing things natural and, um, you know, using food as medicine and herbs as medicine and all that stuff is great. Um, and, and can provide amazing results, but I had to realize that, Hey, this shit's not working. <laughs> you know, like I got to try something new. You know, I was meditating. I was doing uh, cold, cold water therapy. I was doing journaling. I was, you know, talking to therapists and all these things. Mm -hmm. um, and it just wasn't working. So I had to be open minded once again and kind of step out of that box I had put myself in um, and, and try something new. And I think for a lot of us, it's when we try something new that kind of goes against our previous beliefs, uh, that's really when some amazing things can happen and we can have some really great new experiences. Um, so that's some things that I've you know been going through in, in that like mental, emotional state. And I think the same things carry over in, into business. Um, there's some really solid foundational principles we can follow in business. Uh, but especially in the world of e-commerce, we really have to stay open-minded, um, and be willing to test new things and step outside of any box that we may have accidentally put ourselves in. We don't know what we don't know. 
That's the expression that immediately comes to mind. We don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And everything that you've, you've, you've pretty much said can be encapsulated with that. And what I find absolutely beautiful is that you broke it down in such unique facets, right? So you, you talked about your own physical pain and how it was manifesting in your body and how it was preventing you from doing the things that you, that we as humans thought were like the best workout routines, yoga, CrossFit, weightlifting, uh, calisthenics, Pilates, whatever you want to name it, right? Whatever kind of form of exercise that we want to do. And I, I love the way that you actually put it. As humans, we do love to put things in little boxes. And it's true because I'm, I'm thinking of this myself, like currently right now, um, I could say just a couple months back, I dislocated my left ankle walking down the street. Um, and as embarrassing as that was, um, I popped it back into place, went to the grocery store, then went to the gym, did a leg workout, and then came home and realized how dumb I was um, doing something like that. And it wasn't the smartest thing. I'm still recovering from that right now. But I noticed the one thing that I stopped doing from that ankle dislocation to my, uh, my move to Mexico was jumping rope. And when I jumped rope, my calves were by far like the strongest that they've ever been. And for some reason, like a six to nine month period, um, they just magically just gave out of strength, um, perhaps due to like foot imbalances or something like that. So going back to these things that what I like to consider that you mentioned as primal movement. And that's something that I've actually been looking into exploring. I actually um, read not too long ago an article about the advantages of the sitting squat, mm -hmm. how the sitting squat is the human's natural resting form and how it also aligns the, it aligns the hips, it aligns the pelvis. So it's not anterior or uh, 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 anterior tilted or uh, it's inverse and how it actually like helps align the hips, the ankles, and allows for ankle mobility, ankle flexion, um, hip knee mobility, knee flexion, hip mobility, and hip flexion, and how it also uh, strengthens the spine at the same time. So going back to these primal movements, because if you've ever seen a baby, like when they sit down, they don't actually sit down on their butt, they right. squat, right? Yeah. But human beings, the way that we live in, in this society that, we, that we've curated for ourselves, where we have all these trappings of success, but we have a uh, terrible life expectancy in the process, we can't seem to actually go back to what's uh, uniquely natural for us, which is essentially like not sitting on our asses all day, uh, being in recording studios, shooting podcasts, yeah. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Uh, <laughs> to anybody that's listening to this, please go outside and, and stretch while you're doing this. Um, but yeah, but then also taking it from the the, uh, the movement aspect to the uh, mental emotional aspect of going from something that's like, would be considered natural and physical, uh, natural and, uh, and holistic to looking at the alternative routes and taking a step back and saying, you know, maybe I don't know everything. Maybe there's something to what these doctors are saying. The concept of medication may not be like the best option have I ever thought, but looking at the pharmaceutical route, um, and then finding ways to actually, uh, bring myself back into alignment, um, and not, 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 not forcing it. Right. Because it seemed like previously you were trying to force it with meditation, with reading, with journaling, with talking to therapists and like nothing seemed to budge, but you can go and find a doctor and you can talk to them and they can seem to like pinpoint what's going on with you and, and help you get back on track to who you are. And I think that's absolutely beautiful that you had that clarity of self and that, and, and, and that willingness to expand your own thought process to say like, you know, maybe I don't know everything and maybe these people that I'm talking to aren't the best options for me because I've been going down this path for so long and nothing has changed. It's time to pivot. Yep. And I think those are the things that, you know, we could call them maybe that's... pillars of success, right? Like when you identify these things, then you can apply them to all these different areas of your life, business, family, uh, your personal life, your movement, your hobbies, you know, there's this, and I think even businesses start to have their own energy, um, of themselves where, you know, even when you remove yourself from it, uh, it continues to operate on its own and you can tap into that energy and you can play a role in what's happening there and you can make an impact and you can look at the feedback that you get in a business. You know, if we're talking about Amazon, uh, you change a main image, uh, your click through rate goes down. All right, boom. That's some quick mm -hmm. feedback that you can get from, let's just call it an energy that's out there. And that energy is people shopping on the Amazon marketplace. And now you have an answer to an idea that you had to change an image. 
Um, and then you say, oh, okay, that didn't work out the way I thought it would. Uh, so you change the image again, boom, click through rate goes up uh, higher than it was before. And now you've got positive feedback. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of people are, um, you know, missing the mark is they kind of start to look at what other people are doing and they, mm-hmm. and they miss the magic of the, of doing it themselves and looking at the feedback. And we get caught on these, we get kind of addicted on ideas and the excitement of ideas and chasing new ideas is easier than implementing a new idea. And it's easy to get hooked on that. And if you look at like the science, like the neuroscience behind it, you would see that like dopamine is playing a role in that. And, and you're kind of chasing that, that dopamine spike um, because you get excited about new ideas um, and, you, and maybe you don't implement them and, and take time to see the feedback that you get because of that. And, and I speak from experience on that one. Um, and I think there was a little lack of like self-confidence in there as well. Like my ideas aren't good enough. Um, I need other people's ideas. Um, and I think great things can happen Mm -hmm. when you really just start to trust yourself and, um, know that you have good ideas and that, uh, you are a good person and that you can make good decisions and that it's okay to make mistakes and get things wrong and that it's part of the process. Um, and you really just start to trust yourself. And that's when you can take all of these things and apply it to whatever you're doing in your life. And then you can flow in between and you can ride the wave uh, wherever you are. And it's it's a great place uh, to be uh, that allows you to really just have some great experiences. What, what's, what's impressive about everything that you've just said is the the concept of the feedback loop. Life is just perpetual feedback loop of us doing things that either are uh, are good in our own experience or bad. They either make us feel good or they make us feel bad. They either bring us happiness or they bring us sadness. They either bring us uh, joy or they bring us sorrow, right? So understanding that this feedback loop exists in not just ourselves, but everything else around us, even in the business that we're in, how we can see that positive or negative feedback loop in something as simple as just changing a keyword or adjusting your title or swapping out your main image on Amazon, but then being able to understand that feedback loop and then not just chasing these these uh, these vanity metrics uh, and then tying it into ourselves, right? So how do we actually bring the most out of ourselves? So I, I do have to ask you this because this is something that I've... Um, I'm not too sure if you listen to this podcast, the Huberman podcast, fantastic podcast, by the way. Um, but on one episode in particular, he talked about the feedback loop and the circuit, brace, circuit breaker aspect of the feedback loop. What are your thoughts on on something like that? And when 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 as humans, we get stuck in these these rhythms and how do we actually break out of them so that we can actually reset ourselves to go back onto something that's in, uh, in a bit more of alignment with who we are? Yeah. So I definitely, I love the Huberman podcast. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I think, you know, practically speaking, you know, the, it is important that there's some context to the situation. I mean, personally, right. So anything I might say right now, you know, there, there's gotta be some context to it in your situation, um, in order to really come up with a good solution for you as an individual. Um, but if you're stuck in something, and it's just not going the way that you want it to. Like maybe it's your business, maybe it's a relationship you're in, um, you know, however it's showing up, you really just have to slow down. You just got to slow down. And I say that twice because a lot of people don't, they don't slow down. And I truly believe that you already know the answer and you've just stopped listening to yourself. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe people don't have those internal conversations that I have with myself. You know, I can't speak on that as a, a truth for everyone, but I do know for me, there's always that voice inside saying, Nick, you know, you shouldn't do this. You know, don't make that decision. Don't keep doing this. You know, don't keep doing this, Nick. Don't keep doing it. And one way or another, I'll kind of snuff it up and shut up, shut up, you know, and I, and I do what I'm hooked on. Um, and you know, I think Huberman would say, well, that shows up through like, you know, 
dopamine and some other neurotransmitters that would be involved in your brain. And, you know, the power, the power of habit, right? Like that's a great book by uh, James Clear, The Power of Habit. Habits can work against us. We can get stuck on these paths that we just continue to take no matter what, because in the moment, it seems like the easier decision and we're kind of trading, we're trading our, our, our happiness as a whole throughout our life for comfort in the moment, because that's kind of how our bodies are designed to work. Um, you know, if, if you take, if you take a look at it from an evolutionary perspective, um, and you say, okay, we were hunter gatherers at one point in our life. Like those guys, those dudes just live day to day. They weren't thinking about yeah. storing wheat, you know, for next winter. Um, they were just, they were just concerned with their lives in the moment. What am I going to eat today? Um, so I think our neurochemistry, our bodies are wired to operate that way. And that's why it can be so easy yet so miserable to drive mm. to a job every day that you truly do hate, uh, because it's comfortable in the moment, uh, because change is uncomfortable. Um, but yeah. we all know, I mean, I think we've all probably had an experience of change where, you know, you look back on your life and you're like, wow, I'm glad I made that change. I made that decision. So I think yeah, you really yeah, just got to slow agree. down and, and, listen to yourself. You know, I think meditation is a great way to do that. Uh, I think journaling is a great way to do that. I think talking to other people is a great way to do that because if you do study the mind, uh, it will, you will deceive yourself. Um, it's like why a lot of great trainers, um, get someone, uh, it's why a lot of great athletes get people to train them, uh, because they know yeah. that third, that, that outside input is, important, helpful, and valuable. It's why a lot of successful business people have mentors and coaches and stuff like that because they value those, those outside opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's mind over matter. And honestly, like it's the mind can run you or you can control the mind. There's, there's two aspects of it. Like you can either, you can be in a driver's seat or you can just let things run amok and giving into that, that impulse nature that humans have because as you said, you know, we, we weren't designed to uh, save things for a long period of time. We were designed to do what feels good and do what feels right in that moment. But that can have such a negative, um, negative effect on us on multiple ways. And then how do you actually break that down into modern society? And what you said was so beautiful, just taking the time to slow down, to pause, to breathe. I'm actually even speaking slower now, just now that I'm, now that I realize it, but to really be methodical and think it through, like, because we already know the answer. We're just refusing to acknowledge the answer that is there because it's not what we want, but by listening, we will actively get what we want because we're taking the time to like, stop, look around, realize the surroundings that we're in and realize that, Hey, this may not be in alignment with who we are. This is completely contrary to what I believe in. And I'm only doing this because I'm trying to get these vanity points in my life where I want this, um, this new house or this new watch, or I want to wear the flyest clothes, or I want to be, I want to look like the people in the magazines, but it doesn't seem to adhere and be with who we are and in our most true and authentic selves. And I think that also ties into the power of words, how we actually talk to ourselves. Yeah. Like one thing that I've actively started saying to myself is I, I, I try, I do my best not to say, uh, not to say stop or no. Um, I usually go out, go about, and whenever I decide to do something, I've started implementing using the words will instead, will and have and get. Like I get to, I get to get up in the morning. I will go to the gym today, right? Instead of oh, I have to go to the gym today because then it makes it seem yep. like it's this. I'm forcing myself to do this, right? Um, I get to take care of myself. You know, a lot of people in this world they don't get that opportunity. There are people lying up in hospital beds that wish that they had the functionality and the movement that we have right now. And some of us out here, we could be taking a complete, um, we could be throwing this opportunity away to actually enjoy our lives while they're, you know, begging to God for like another day or for the ability to actually move. If you, if you believe in that kind of thing, but 
the power of words can change our own outcome, but then being able to actually take time and slow down and realize like, is this going to be beneficial for me? Is this authentic? Is this true? And I, I got to say, man, you, you, you are a thousand times wiser than I had ever imagined. Um, cause I've had so many conversations with you where it's just like bro conversation and <laughs> you, you've taken a step back and <laughs> no, no. And you're, they're, they're enlightenment. They're, they're enlightening. And you, you, you bring this, like this reverence and this fresh air to a conversation that's often talked about. Um, I've, I've probably read well over a hundred self-help books and none of them ever seem to be of value as it is having a conversation with somebody that's like genuinely on your path. Because to me, that book is written from the, from a perspective of I'm here to sell you something. I'm not really here to actually help you out with something. I'm here to give you these six easy steps that are going to turn your life around and, and you can become a millionaire by the age of this by following my perfect roadmap and blueprint to success, right? But you can define success in so many unique parameters that you don't need to have these books um, do that. So that comes me that comes back to the importance of of what we were talking about, like um, the importance of mental health during the journey as an entrepreneur, right? How do, how do you define something like that, and how do you actually navigate that? Because you've given a couple hints about it, but you seem to have a very um, unique approach to it. Yeah. So, um, did you ask how I would define success from like a mental health perspective or just in general? Mental health during the journey of like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. So as as an entrepreneur, um, success to me really boils back to the reason why you became an entrepreneur. Um, some people, I know for me, it was because I grew up in a family that wasn't very connected. Um, you know, and and my father was always there for me to help me when I really needed it, but he had his own issues to deal with. Um, and he was very successful at work, but he was always gone a a lot and not there. And my reason for becoming an entrepreneur, uh, was because I wanted to be in control of my own time. And when I had a family one day, I wanted to be able to, to prioritize my family and not have to pick between work and family time. Uh, so, you know, I always have to remember that because if I get off track, um, that's what I come back to, you know, am I spending the time with my family that I want or are my kids growing the way that I want, you know, are their mindsets developing and, and being curated in a manner that really, um, supports what I think is going to allow them, uh, to make, good decisions for themselves in the future and have the confidence to do so. Um, that's a big part of it. Um, and then the other aspect of it would be, and do I have the time to do the things that truly bring joy to me? Like if the waves are good, you know, can I say, Hey, I'm going surfing today. Um, you know, so that's another big piece of it. Being able to spend time with my wife and take care of my home. Um, those are also big pieces of it. And if I get away from those things, then those are the red flags that I've gotten off track. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. getting off track is going to happen no matter how enlightened you are, or no matter how much success you've experienced, whatever the case may be, it's going to be hard to prevent that from happening. I think the success can be identified when you realize it and you're able to get yourself back on track. Um, and I think at any moment, any one of us can kind of, we can get off track and come back on track. And, you know, it's not this straight path. It's kind of this curved uh, situation that yeah. we're in where we're, where we're getting off and back on and we're kind of figuring out how to balance it all. And then down the line, it kind of, it kind of smooths out a little bit. Um, and we're able to just kind of, you know, I think being able to pivot is important and not being rigid, but being flexible um, with what life throws at you, because we really don't know what's coming, um, in the future. Uh, we just really don't know all all the planning we can do, um, you know, can be tossed out the window. I mean, look at like COVID, right? Like what COVID did, um, you know, anything can happen in the future. So I think it's important to, to live in, in the moment and remember why you became an entrepreneur. Um, if it was to get rich and, you know, have a bunch of money and have a fancy car and a big house, that's cool. Great. You know, 
uh, awesome, man. Like it's not a situation of good or bad in my opinion. It's just like, you know, what the hell do you want? You know, what do you really want deep down? Um, and are you getting that? Like, you know, are you truly satisfied? Um, and kind of, you know, coming back to that each day and, and making sure that a majority of your time is spent doing things that truly make you happy. Um, because just cool shit seems to happen when you're happy. <laughs> it's the truth. It is the truth, man. It, you no, preach. That's all I got to say in regards to that, man. That's, that's amazing because um, it's, you, you're, it's, I'm like at a loss of words to be able to, to express how I actually feel in regards to hearing that, because there's, there, there's so much that you can, you can say when it comes to life, uh, especially when it, when it's in the realm of success and staying on that, that journey and being able to actually pivot and adapt. And I think the, the clearest thing is when it comes to defining success, even for something simple, like going to the gym or just like starting your business or, you know, putting a down payment on a house, it's not about where you start. It's about the journey that you go on yeah. through the process of that. And it's not about how many times you can start. It's how you can stay on path the entire time. And, you know, um, I think that's one of the most important things, especially when it comes to that journey. And, and, and even with all the guys in MDS from one thing that I've seen is that the, this seems to be a group of highly successful entrepreneurs that one know how to manage and run their business but to know what actually brings them true happiness in life. Because there are so many people in MDS that I actively know that I've been friends with for quite a long time, for several years, um, in fact. And every single one of them seems to have this, this true spark of, of joy and happiness with them. And when it comes to you, you use, the, you use the term waves a lot. But I think waves for you is not just physical, but emotional, spiritual, and mental because you're, you're riding the wave of life and you're seeing everything that comes out to that. Um, you're seeing the outcome. So it's like fullest advantage and you're ready to take it on, uh, wherever it may come, whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. And it seems that you, you're more than capable of actually handling yourself and taking care of that. Like, and it all comes back to you being like open and honest with yourself, no matter what, um, knowing how to navigate your own emotional roadblocks, learning how to like deal with fear, regret, and then moving towards what makes you truly happiness, uh, makes you truly happy because you can emanate and you can, uh, you can push out that happiness to other people if you're taking care of yourself. And yeah. it all comes back to like something as simple as staying true to yourself, like knowing that you were, you were creating waves in society and, 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 um, and not the best way possible, but then taking a step back and being like, okay, how do I stop, pause and slow down? to listen to what's going on with me so that I can radiate and be the most vibrant human being I can possibly be when I come out of this. And that, that to me is beautiful, man. Like you're an absolute inspiration, Nick. And I just want to thank you for, for being a guest on the podcast because you've, whoever's listening to this, it just take a moment and just reflect on this conversation, whether it's with yourself or whether it's with family members or maybe, maybe this is something that you need to hear, you know, maybe this, this, uh, this being in this industry is not what you're looking for. And maybe this can give you something that you can find your purpose in life and go towards that path and, and ultimately being more aligned with who you are. So yeah, I, I just, I want to thank you. I wanted to talk to you more uh, about MDS, but I know that we're like fast approaching an hour right now. And I know that you're very meticulous about your schedule too. So I don't want to like sit here and take a bunch of time out of your hands, but this is more of like a journey of who Nick is and how he became to be so friggin' awesome. Yeah, no, man, it's uh, it's great to be on here. And, and I do have some extra time to kind of hang out and, um, you know, we could talk about some Amazon specific things if, if there's some information you guys are looking for. And, um, you know, you know, I think as, as like entrepreneurs, we have this great opportunity to leverage business as a tool. Uh, to help bring us more happiness in our life, you know. So I think that's how I would sum up the uh, success as a as a businessman is like: Are you leveraging your business as a tool to make your life better, uh, or are you just another cog in the wheel in your own business? Because I've certainly felt like that at mm. times too, uh, where I was like, "Holy shit, I created a job for myself," you know. Like, 
here I am just, uh, you know, going to the office, driving to work, you know, daydreaming, wanting to be somewhere else. And like, yeah, it's my business. Mm -hmm. It's my LLC. And, uh, you know, but I just, I just felt like that, man. And, and you just got to look for those cues in your life, uh, that tell you you're, you're either on track or off track. And, and I, yeah, I think a lot of guys in MDS, um, have like similar mindsets and struggles and goals and visions, um, as myself. Um, and it's a great community to be a part of. And, uh, like you mentioned earlier on, I, I do the podcast over there as well. And the podcast is more about their story, their journey as an entrepreneur. And in most cases, we kind of start with their childhood and, you know, how did they end up being here? Did they like school? Did they hate school? Did they drop out? Um, you know, and there's some amazing stories, uh, in there that you guys can also go check out, um, on our, we got it on the website, on Spotify. Um, you can just go to million dollar sellers forward slash podcast and check out those stories. Mine's on there, uh, as well. If you're curious about some of the struggles I went through, uh, when I was younger, um, I'm pretty open and honest about those stories because I, you know, I want to impact people in a way that makes them take that step back and it's like, Oh sh shit, I need, you know, I really need to make a change. I need to stop putting it off. Um, because if anyone is an example of your past, not dictating your future, uh, I definitely am, uh, that example because I was heading down a pretty, pretty crappy one. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I've, I've listened to several episodes of the MDS podcast and I could say, the two that stick out to me the most are one yours and two Max of bruise. Yeah. I, I just love his journey. Like Max's journey is by far one of the coolest his, him and Garland. Like I yeah. swear it's like their journeys are almost synonymous. The, these two guys were meant to find each other and meant to go into business together and meant to grow their business. And Max, if you're listening to this, I just want to say, you know, congratulations to you on becoming a father. Yeah. Um, I know that you're going to be an amazing dad because you've, you've always been a, you've always been uh, an amazing human being, you know? So I'm glad that you're, uh, that you're stepping up to the mantle to be an awesome father. And uh, Nick, I, I got to say, man, I got to thank, I got to thank you again for being on here. Everything that you need to know about MDS and Nick Chiquette will be below in the description. Um, you can, you can find them on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find MDS, you can find the podcast on there. Like to me, Elements of Success is not a podcast based around Amazon, even though it is by Carbon Six. To me, it's more about the journey that people go on and the the paths that they take and the lessons that they learn along the way to actually allow them to enable uh, themselves and their businesses to grow beyond what they possibly could dream of. So with that being said, I just want to, again, thank my guest, Nick Chiquette, um, awesome human being, great friend. Hopefully we'll bump into each other again in Mexico. Yes. Um, I'll link my, I'll link an amazing photo of, uh, uh of Nick and our, uh, Nick and myself and yeah. uh, uh, right over here. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll, and Ian, let me go on MDS events. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up. Hope you guys have had a fantastic day. I love this episode and I hope you guys love it too. Take care.